I've got a boomerang person. I say a boomerang person because, Chris Quirk, you first got on these here airwaves at Manx Radio back in 2001 when you were, what, 16? Oh, 2001, yeah. I would have been around 16, begging at the age of 15 for desperately trying to get up here. And finally, uh, Rodney Collins at the time, director of programmes, gave in and said, do you know what? We'll have to let him up, otherwise we'll keep getting these nuisance letters. So it's it's it was... the best way to deal with it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, dear listener, please meet Chris Quirk, who is firmly back in the Manx Radio family, and it's delighted to have you here. Thank you. And thank you for doing my tunes. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure to be it's on the great show. great to have you on. Um, let's go back to you growing up, growing up on the Isle of Man. Yeah, so growing up on the Isle of Man... Um, what I thought I would do is talk about songs which I have, you know, an affinity towards um, and not necessarily songs which I think, oh, that's a good song. Uh, I'm going to choose that as a song. So these songs that I've chosen essentially um, bring back some, you know, real nostalgia and have true meaning for me. So growing up on the Isle of Man was somewhat tough for me, like I'm sure it has been for, for many other people out there. You know, it, it always is. And... Starting my journey, I left school early. Uh, I was unable to finish back then due to a lot of troubles at home. Now, my mum, she has an autoimmune disorder called lupus. I'm not sure if you've heard of lupus, I have, Mark. yes. Yeah, so basically it's disease, a disease which the body's immune system mistakenly attacks healthy tissue in many parts of the body. Uh, symptoms do vary among people. Common symptoms include painful and swollen joints, fever, chest pain, hair loss, mouth ulcers so i would like to mention that to even just shed a bit of awareness yep. on that really and secondary to that um she was diagnosed with fibromyalgia now that's the disorder which affects the muscles and the soft tissue and it causes you know similar features again with that and my father actually left when i was six years old at the time which did cause me to become very quiet and recluse in school now because of this i had a very inward demeanor um, you know, so it was difficult for me to communicate and speak with people, which, as you know how it is, uh, kids will be kids, uh, did result in me being bullied quite a lot in school. Didn't stop until I left at around the age of 15. That aside, the one thing that really kept me going was my passion for music and the ambition to work within radio. And at the time, I do remember feeling that that was a massive, massive hurdle because I didn't have the confidence to speak or, you know, do any sort of public broadcasting or even DJ an event or at a friend's house or anything like that. So for me, it was completely out of reach. But I thought, you know what? I love music. It's what I want to do. And I'm just going to absolutely go for it as best I can. So we didn't have a lot of money when I was growing up. I couldn't afford turntables or a mixer or anything. So the next best thing down the amenity, I managed to salvage two very old beaten up record players with a very old speaker. And I wired each record player to the speaker and used the balance on each one yeah, as a crossfader. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Um, now, when it came to the headphones, I was even more creative because I couldn't afford a set of headphones. What I'd done is found an old telephone receiver and I took the earpiece out and managed to wire it up to the stereo 
You know, a lot of guys in discos <laughs> around that time did that thing. They had a handset. It was part of the show. Really? When they, when they, oh, yeah. When they were queuing up on the yeah. on the big discos, they'd pick up a telephone handset and queue up the next track. So you, you were in good wow. order. Excellent. You were in good company. So I was following the greats oh, without you were even leading. knowing. You were leading. <laughs> Pioneering. Um, brilliant. So, I mean, at the age of 15, of course, as we mentioned there, I was writing letters to Rodney Collins and of course, got up here to do a bit of studio time. And I bought my first ever record at the age of 15 as well from HMV, which actually later on started working at the age of 16 for a couple of years. Um, now, what I didn't realise at the time or stupidly forgot, I needed two records to mix with. So oh, yeah. I, I was playing the one song over and over <laughs> and over until I finally got another tune the following week. So here it is. Um, my tune, first tune of my tunes, Bizarre Inc., I'm playing with knives. Dance while the record spins.
this week on MyTunes, we're having a very open and a very honest conversation with Chris Quirk, who started off at Manx Radio 20-odd years ago and then did something else. Other things. Lots of other things. And I'd like to explore some of those things with you today, Chris. And thank you, by the way, for coming on. It's my pleasure. I really enjoy coming on. Thank you, Mark. We heard how you got the radio bug. And you know you were talking about your character and your personality and the problems you had Mm. as a youngster. A lot of people in radio that I know have had a similar, quite withdrawn background and found that radio suited them because ultimately you're in a fairly quiet room pretty much talking to yourself Yes, without people coming in or having to sing and dance. It's not a bad place to be. It's a great place to be, and it's a buzz. Um, and I think as well, it's also escapism, because when you can go on and you can do a show, and you know you're talking to you know someone who, you know, is really listening to you, and you're projecting to them as well, and you know you can build up this picture in your mind. And I think there was one thing that Chris Pearson said to me when I started. Actually, he said. Once you lose that buzz of doing a show, that's when you need to hang your headphones up. And do you know what? I've I've never lost that. No. If anything, it's just grown and grown and grown. And somebody listening to you on the radio has made a conscious decision to listen to you. Yes. To, they've yeah. invited you into their house, their mm-hmm. car, their bathroom, their kitchen, whatever, their bedroom. Yes. They have invited you. Yeah. And I don't think you ever forget that. Never. And it's an honour, um, you know, to, to be with that person, to help them through their day and, you know, connect in that way. But you're absolutely right, Mark. So that's what we do. That's what we do. But you decided to do other things. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, I did so many other things um, from radio. Um, you know, thoroughly enjoyed it. I would say when I was in my early 20s, I think I kind of got, sucked into the wrong crowd as as we do when we're younger yep and i think i had so many hang-ups from my youth and everything that had gone on that I hadn't really processed much which kind of led me on to be in contact with my aunt and uncle a lot more who live in canada now they live in you know north ontario which is pretty much out in the sticks and my uncle said do you know what chris come over um and he made it out that it was just a holiday, um, but but it wasn't a holiday. It was an awful lot more than just a holiday. Um, when I got out there, so I planned to go for a year, he had other things in store. And what he had in store was to work me to the bone <laughs> as soon as I got to Canada. And I tell you, that was really sort of my my transition from a boy to a man. You know. Uh, and what sort of work was that, Chris? Oh, it was it was heavy labour. It right. was. Um, it was doing a lot of flooring. It was working on log cabins. Um, but the worst thing about it was when I got there, it was in winter. So it was cold. minus 25. Yes. Oh. It was cold, Mark. Absolutely freezing. Um, but I tell you, you know, after working out there, learning a trade, grafting away, understanding the importance of time and money, it really taught me a lot. You know, it's interesting. There's a definite Canada connection with Manx Radio. Mike Reynolds went over there. Yes, he did, uh, yeah. Of course, Stu Lowe went yeah. over there, and he's, st- he's still there working away. And you yeah. did your sort of yeah, time, in, Canada, <laughs> did yeah. your time, <laughs> time in the frozen tundra. Absolutely. Oh. Um, and that's another thing as well. Um, Stu Lowe actually named Kick FM, the first station I started on, 
after a station he worked on in Canada called CKIK Calgary. There you go. Which is interesting. There you go. So how long were you there for? I was there for about a year. um, And I did have an extremely spooky experience while I was out there. My uncle said to me, now I need you to go off and work on a log cabin, which was out in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And at the time, I was young. I thought, you know what? Fine. Yeah, stick me out there. I'll do that. And I went out there. And didn't realise he was going to leave me there for for five days on my own, day and night. And what I didn't realise at the time was where I was working, the log cabin I was working on, it was worth over a million dollars, but it was actually an old Indian burial ground. So there was a lot of sort of energies around there. Oh, very much so. yeah. Yeah, so I'd be falling asleep at night. And honestly, I, I didn't believe in ghosts or anything at that age. And I, I would hear footsteps going up and I thought, ah, it's just me imagining it. But there is one thing that happened which I still can't account for to this day. I was using the cooker that was there and I was cooking some chicken and there was like a, a spice rack. So I used some of the barbecue seasoning, popped it on, and I very consciously put it back. But when I turned around to check on the chicken, it was on the floor. Now, that was strange in itself, but the strangest thing was, I did it again. I thought, right, I'll put that back. And then I turn around to where the chicken is. I look over and it's not there. And I thought, right, I I carried on doing my my everyday thing. I woke up the next day. It was in the bathroom on the ledge. That that was was spooky stuff. I, I couldn't explain it. I couldn't. You, I, you need a recipe yeah. for whatever the ghost was making, because <laughs> it was obviously making something very tasty for itself. Oh, yes. Barbecue flavoured. <laughs> Clearly. Whatever it was up to. How strange. Yeah. Uh, what's today's record? Well, today's record is a song that would always come on the radio when I was in Canada, and it would always strike this kind of feeling inside me of possibility. And today's record is Coldplay and Speed of Sound. And this is an uplifting tune. It's uplifting. No ghosts. No ghosts in this one. No, just some planets, I think. Excellent.
yesterday on my tunes, we met a ghost who liked to cook with barbecue spices. Chris, that was very odd, wasn't it? Very odd. I mean, I've told that story quite a few times to a few friends, and it just it sounds like I'm making it up, doesn't it? You no, know, it it's, just, too, it sounds it's weird. too weird to it's make up. It's too weird, isn't it? Yeah. And the fact that it ended up in the bathroom, and you're on your own in the place. I'm on my own. Um, there was no alcohol there or anything, just to let you know, because well, we're in the middle of nowhere. No, so. it's just too bizarre. If you missed yesterday's instalment, uh, don't worry. It'll be on the podcast at the end of the week. Listen back, because it, I should have spooky music. I should have had some spooky music playing. It's a very strange story. But you left Canada and you came back to the Isle of Man after a year or so, you reckon? Yeah, so I left Canada after a year. I came back to the Isle of Man and I remember the month I came back. It was uh, just at the very beginning of March and I was acclimatised to minus 20 and, <laughs> you know, it was a different kind of cold. So when I came back, I was walking around in my T-shirt and everyone on the island was walking around, you know, all wrapped up, trying to keep warm. And they were saying, what are you doing? Why, why are you wearing a T-shirt? And I was thinking, yeah, why am I wearing a T-shirt? But... um it's strange how your body kind of gets used to, you know, the weather or the situation that you're in. Yeah. Yeah. But when I came back after, you know, doing my time in Canada, I then sort of got back into working in the trade and sort of following in my uncle's footsteps, really. So I worked on various building sites doing various different things. And really, again, I, I still couldn't continue with that because my true passion was in radio and music so you couldn't get back into manx radio though or did you try or did you not try when you came back from canada i think at the time i had it drilled into my head that i needed to you know sort of work um on a construction site and and, okay. and do that kind of work manual labor and you know my family was saying no you need a proper job chris you can't be up on the radio talking that's not real um but you know part of me was thinking well it is it's what i want to do yeah. it's what i love doing and yeah. um, so eventually i mean I, I did get back into radio on another local station that offered me a job that was energy the, that was energy yeah, yeah. energy fm which and was pretty new then i guess it was it was new it was vibrant um and i had a great time there i presented the afternoon show i did the drive time show for, a, for about a year or two and then more recently i've done the breakfast show for six years up until the end of 2019. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thoroughly enjoyed it and I've, you know, loved my time in radio. You know what? I think having a, a different station under your belt as well as a different country like you did is good stuff. Yeah. Because when you, when you, if you'd have come back straight away, it could have been a bit circular. You could have come straight back into Manx Radio, but going away, doing the building trade, getting the extra experience and energy, and now coming back, I think it's a better thing. It makes you a bit more well-rounded as a person. Um, I mean, if I hadn't have gone away to Canada or experienced different things, you know, I, I dread to even imagine where my mind would be now. I, I don't think I would be as mature or the person I am today. And it's all character building. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, today's choice of music is one of my favourites of its genre. Oh, Come on, yes. talk me through it. Yes, oh, looking forward to hearing this one, Mark. So I was about 10 years old when I heard this tune. 
Oh, we're going back sort of early 90s. Oh, dear. Can I just say, dear listener, he was 10. I was playing it on the radio. Anyway, <laughs> uh, sorry, just to let that go. I, I was probably listening Thank to you, you playing yeah, it on the you. radio. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was 1992, actually. Probably. probably yeah. yeah. <laughs> we will not talk too no, much about you. that. So I remember hearing it on the radio and there were so many great things happening around me at the time because what I do remember is walking home after school and it was my birthday and... We lived on a council estate and it was always one of them times where, you know, you'd try and rush home and you don't know what you'd have for dinner. Would it be beans on toast or this or that? Um, so to walk home on my birthday to see something in the window and think, what, what is that? And as I got closer, realised it was a Super Nintendo Wow. Which, for me, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever been excited as I was on that day. Amazing, amazing experience. But as I got in the door on the radio, the song that was playing, Snow Informer. And it's always tied into that memory. Always. Me, I go blame. I like it, boom, boom, damn. Take 
tunes adventure of the week with my guest who all this week is and has been chris quirk who started at manx radio did a load of other things and is back with manx radio chris before we get on to this final track i want to talk about what what you're doing now uh you're back on we've heard you on various programs what are your hopes and dreams about being back at manx radio now Ooh, that's um, that's a solid question, that Mark. Um, well, so we don't muck around here. You know? You, no, it's very serious. I feel like I'm in an interview. Yeah. <laughs> what are your hopes and aspirations, young man? Um, my hopes and aspirations are really to do the best that I can possibly do for the station. Um, I mean, I love radio. I've got you know a special connection with the Manx Radio, you know, deep in my heart. And I mean, I hope one day to to get a show. You know, just like yourself, Mark, um, and, you know, just get back into that groove of, as you were saying earlier on, connecting with the listener and, you know, really sort of enjoying that aspect of the job. But what I'm doing now is equally as important um, as a a multimedia uh, presenter and producer. Um, So that is, of course, just as important. So that role entails you know, getting all the production done for a lot of various features that are on the radio, uh, any filming video-wise that needs doing. Oh, absolutely. Um, like last yeah. week, you were heavily involved in the Guild. The Guild. And, yeah, and do you know what? It was great to see Judith. The last time I saw Judith was 2001. And really? 2001, yeah. So we're going back many, many, many years. Judith and, Lay, the goddess of the do Guild. You know, do you know it's though? She doesn't look any different. No. So, yeah, multimedia. Yeah. And obviously, we've seen what you've been doing, which is brilliant. Um, and hopefully, a regular spot at hopefully, some stage on yeah. the good old hand-cranked wireless. The wireless, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Well, here's to that. So, where are we going to go for today's music, though? So, today's music. Now, this one really does sort of bring me back to the time when I first started DJing in the clubs, uh, which I think I started DJing. When I was 16, I was underage DJing in the clubs, but those were mainly bars, so you would have found me in the likes of Jefferson's, which was just um, by the sea terminal. I don't know if you remember that. Um, there were various other bars that I worked as well. Um, but then I started playing some of the bigger clubs like Breeze and then the random sets in the villa for the DJs that used to come over, um, venue, that sort of thing. And the song that really stands out, because... It was one of them songs that every DJ played in all of their sets back then. Stardust, and the music sounds better with you. Ah, okay. Well, before we play it, do you still like to get behind the decks in a club? 
I do. I absolutely love it. Um, I, I can't really do it as much these days because I'm much older and I prefer a nice early night and a cup of tea. <laughs> but if the opportunity does arise, yeah, I'll go out and have a little set. The thing to do is weddings. Oh, uh, the and, money's and, there. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. The boy knows. Chris, it's been a great week. Yes. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you for sharing your tunes. And here's to lots more. I should play your jingle. Chris Quirk on Manx Radio. Thank you, Martin.